All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Afrotech 2018, San Francisco, California. Deshaun Amir is the founder and CEO at Maven, a hair extension and distribution technology company that reshapes how retail products are distributed. He's on the main stage speaking with Jeff Johnson about the importance of us not just owning our own brands, but also owning distribution channels. A lot of people look at Maven as a hair extension company, right? That is not the way that I look at the company. It's not the way that I run the company. We're, we generally are very good, um, I think, as a culture and as like people in business at creating brands. But what we rarely do, we rarely own the distribution of those brands. And so we create a thing, and then in order to get that thing out in front of the world, you gotta go to somebody who holds the keys to distribution to get your product on a shelf in front of the millions and millions of people. And the people who own the keys to distribution really ultimately hold all the power. And they pick and choose and, and make the kings and the queens. Um, I wanted to create our own distribution channel that we can own and control so that we can then control what products go into it, right? So us, you know, hair extensions are the product on which, they're like the wedge product on which we build this network. Those beauty supply stores, they all go out of business tomorrow if they're not selling hair. Right, that's where all the big ticket items is where the, the margin is and everything. So on that product, we're also going to leverage that to build our network, right? That's the product that 
our stylists can make the most money selling immediately. Once we build the network up and we have these stylists continuously, repetitively making, making more money and income from these products, we start adding new products in. I'm Will Lucas. This is Black Tech, Green Money. I'm going to introduce you to some of the biggest names, some of the brightest minds, and brilliant ideas. If you're black in building or simply using tech to secure your back, this podcast is for you. Janelle Stevens is the mix master, founder and CEO at Camille Rose. She's been at the forefront of the radical shift in the billion-dollar beauty industry and has been an iconic trendsetter within the space. Her products are available in stores nationwide, including Target, Bed Bath & Beyond, Sally's Beauty, Whole Foods, Walgreens, CVS, and more. I asked Janelle how she employed technology to build her multi-million dollar business, and if it would have even been possible to build her company so successfully without leaning into tech. You know, I'm wondering if, how would I have grown without it? Because I didn't have any money when um, I started my brand. I definitely could not put up a big billboard or do a commercial or a TV advertisement or even a radio spot. So I'm I, I'm not sure if it would be in existence and still be um, in existence and still be 100% owned and funded by myself because of course, like so many other people who start a new business or a brand, our funds are very limited. Um, so uh, I, I know that would have been extremely difficult. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, Camille Rose would not have been, but um, I know it would have been very difficult. You know, so many people doing the kind of work that you've succeeded at doing, but they don't get to where you got, right? And there's, yeah. there's still so many people still in the kitchen, you know, making that, yeah. you know, that formula. And how did you grow the brand pre-store shelf to even get on the shelf in the first place? Yeah, because I think you can have the idea, but you have to put the, the drive and the passion and it truly has to be your destiny. You know, whatever business you want to uh, get into or start, that truly has to be, you know, within your heart. And then besides having your passion, you have to be able to get up and do the work and, you know, apply pressure or apply you know, that one step going for further, you know, every day, you know, consistently. Um, if you combine the two, I think you have the formula for success. And it's just this feeling, I tell entrepreneurs or young entrepreneurs, it's just a feeling that you get, you know, you, you thrive off of, okay, I got to do this for my business, just working for yourself and making things happen for yourself. It's just this like high that, that you're on. You, you cannot have this great idea and then keep procrastinating or putting it to the side or I'm going to get to it or, you know, it, that, that it, it's, it, you're lacking. You know, if you have that in you, then you're lacking in, in some sort of way. So um, I think all entrepreneurs who are true entrepreneurs, they have that I'm going to make it happen attitude by any means necessary. And work doesn't necessarily feel like work. You know, when I started Camille, I had a full-time job, got off of my full-time job, and then 
um, came home and worked extra hard for myself. And it really didn't feel like work. I enjoyed doing that. Yeah, you know, I, I see so many people, you know, let's say even starting like a clothing brand, like, like what made you uniquely suited for this? Because, you know, again, that people people come to me and they have a clothing brand. I'm like, well, is anybody asking you for clothes? You know, like are people yeah. following you because you, you have great style? Like what made you uniquely suited for this business? Yeah. So, um, you know, this was a hobby of mine term business. And I just think uh, spiritually it was it's my true path. Um, I went to school, I have a master's in science. I didn't, I had no idea I would be in the beauty industry. My goal was to, uh, do home health and work in the hospitals and things like that. And which I did for a little while, but I had this, um, I was kind of put in this position where my kids started having issues with their skin and, and hair and severe dryness and eczema that, um, I took it upon myself to, um, create this whole holistic and natural environment for me and my family. And I think that when you see someone that um, you love uh, in need, you try to do whatever you could do to kind of solve their issues. And that was the start for uh, me and Camille Rose. I, I had no idea I was going to be selling it to anybody. I made all these formulas and products for myself and my family and friends started asking and then they started coming back for more. And as I would use my own formulas, I would see the results. And so I said, you know what, this, is, this shouldn't be kept within my own family. I don't want to be selfish. I got to share this with the world. And I threw up a website and started getting orders. Yeah, and we're and we going to come back and talk about the website because I've heard you talk okay. about this before. Before we get there, you know, there's, there's something I heard you talk about in another interview where you said, you know, so much is forgotten talent in these overlooked places. Like, you know, you're from Louisiana. And, yeah. And I wonder, like, for the people listening to this who feel like they're not in the right place geographically to, to make their dreams real, what do you say to that coming from the deep south, you know, and seeing yes. people make it? from there and you you being one of them yeah absolutely you know that is something like anybody could say well I'm from little Timbuktu so nobody's gonna recognize me or care about me that's so not true and I learned that not only through my business but so many other businesses that are um that are successful um people are coming from all over all walks of life it's just I think that when you are a consumer and when you are in the trenches and you know what you, you are around regular people and you're hearing what they want, what they need, you know, I think that's an extra added gift, you know, that you are blessed with to kind of be like, okay, I'm the consumer or I'm my mom, I'm listening to my mom or I hear my friend or I see what, you know, this person need and I can make it happen or I can solve an issue. I think that um, even if you're um, you're in this small area, if you talk loud enough, scream loud enough, you know, put that extra effort of work in, make some noise, somebody's going to hear you. You know, talk. Let's talk about this website for a second, because you, you've you said this. I threw up a little website, but let's get in on this, because you talked about you were in the path to be in healthcare. 
right yeah. and so i can you're probably not a coder and so i wonder like okay what is this website that you build and tell me what you did let's talk about that for a I second i didn't do literally i found a local my brother actually did that silhouette oh that's kind of me i'm like okay turn me to the side i just want my brows to be a little longer the logo sketched it up so you're talking about the logo right yes my logo and so i ended up finding um um this local graphic person to actually turn it in his sketch into a logo the yellow rose um that's in my silhouette's hair it's um i dedicated that rose to my grandmother she loved roses and it's the whole story behind it too so i only wanted that to be um the pop of color but i found this local photographer um all the content that i had on my original labels i did all that myself he was just in his little one room studio trying to take images. And I found a friend that knew how to, um, I think my first website was maybe like three or four pages. He kind of threw my products up there. We introduced the brand, introduced myself, put the price and that was literally it. Hmm. That was, that was it. Yeah. And of course we had, we was a, a very uh, active on like Facebook. To yeah. kind of help us get the word out. Yeah, let's let's go in there because I, that's where my question is, is because I hear you say, you know, you got to be in on, you got to be going at it when you, after you come home from work, you got to be working on this thing. And I hear, I can imagine so many people listening to this interview saying, well, I did, I'm doing all of that. I'm, I'm, I got the website, I got a logo, You whether I got it on Canva or I paid somebody on Upwork, some des freelance designer to do this thing. I'm yeah. putting in the hours and it's not going where yours is going well mine didn't go where i am right now or instantly like that's it was blood sweat and tears in this you know what i'm saying and if you keep at it keep at it don't give up show up at places uh that you need to be like um whatever your business is if they have like seminars or different functions where you can introduce your craft please go um that happened to me i just so happened to do like a beauty show had all my handmade concoctions at this beauty show and met the right person a year later i was in target so don't ignore those 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 kind of places invest there you know try when you're trying to figure out okay i have this amount of money where am i gonna put this in my business don't forget about those shows don't forget about events. Don't forget about um, things that's happening in your area where you can pass out little um, samples um, that you make in, in your warehouse or, or, or on your own. Pass them out. Get the word out out um, there like that as well. You know, just get in the street and, and kind of be your own voice. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, 
Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating While Broke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Yeah, you are in the biggest big box stores there are, Target and Walmart and et cetera. And when you meet those people, those buyers, what is it that they're looking for? Like what, are, is it a certain number that they're looking for in your sales? And, and how do you prepare that documentation to present yeah. to them? I had, when I met my, the buyers at um, Target, I had just my online sales and it was not that much. Um, I think with me and my brand, when I got up there and I told my story, they saw my passion. They saw how I was so authentic um, and um, just the way I spoke about uh, Camille Rose and what Camille Rose stand for. And then, of course, you know, they were looking for companies like mine, but um, I didn't have big numbers on on any of my social pages at all. I just went in there and I kind of told a story and um, they liked it. And um, even with, with my products today, like even my consumers, like they know, I feel like when they pick up a Camille Rose product, they can feel how organic and um, um, authentic we are to our brand. I always want 
people to, to know that Camille Rose is the same as Camille Rose was back in 2010. We're the same today. You know, our message is the same. What we stand for is the exact same. And I think people feel that in my brand and in, in my, um, my content and my packaging that's on the retail shelf stores on the retail shelves i'm sorry yeah when you do get that call to hey we're gonna put your stuff in you know 50 stores or 100 stores or whatever uh what yeah. kind of what kind of systems need to be in place on your on the manufacturing side or is that something that they step in on like because I, I imagine you can't fulfill no. those orders from your kitchen well actually i did um, and it liked to take me completely out. Like it was so <laughs> stressful. Uh, when I got my my first retailer, which was Target, um, they wanted to give me a like I think they wanted to get a, a, a large amount of doors. And then it was me that kind of stepped back and said, "No, I'll take a hundred. I don't want a thousand. I'll take a hundred. You know." because I knew that I was still hand making all of my products and I didn't want to set myself up for failure. You know, first of all, what does this mean? Me going in retail. And then I knew nothing about a laboratory. I didn't know how to get one. I knew nothing about that at all. So I had to continue to uh, make, mind you, I didn't have any employees either at this, at this time. Um, the lady that uh, I met this lady in my area and she was just like, oh, I'll help you out, you know, with the labels. So she would apply labels and put the tops on while I'm like literally sque squeezing a product in a bottle, you know, and kind of packing it up. So it became, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know if I was like, okay, Target, they just put one order in. Let me fulfill this and we could. But they started coming, you know, every week. And it was at, at that point, I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, how do I get a laboratory? So started researching, went to the internet and researched how to get a laboratory. Um, I found several, but they did not want to take me on and my brand because Camille Rose is that gourmet foodie brand and a lot of my ingredients are like wholesome they're food grade ingredients and they don't laboratories don't typically order those type of of raw materials you know they order chemicals so I got a lot of no's until I found this one lab that was like mm, I'll help you out but even that was a nightmare because I had to order all of my ingredients and send it to him. I was just kind of using his tanks, you know? And, um, but over time, it was a learning process. It was difficult. It was stressful. It was, I lost a lot of sleep during that time. Um, and I just kind of, I, I had to figure it out on my own, you know? You, t you said you didn't have any employees in those early days of those first orders. And so yeah. you're, so you're in there, you know, squeezing it into the tubes. But you also said in a different interview, you know, coming off the shelf is a lot harder than getting on the shelf. And so I wonder, oh, yeah. like, like, how how are you likewise growing the brand to get off the shelf as yeah. you're running the business? Because there are so many people who are like you at that stage who are doing the whole thing, you know, and they're trying to grow the brand, fulfill the product, get it shipped, yeah. you know, order the raw materials. Like, how is all of this stuff happening? So, um, 
I think that for, for newcomers, they need to utilize their platform to the best of their ability. Like get on there and talk to your followers and let them know what you're doing or try to grow your followers. Um, tag people, contact um, um, micro or um, influencers. Say, hey, I got this product. You know, would you like to try it? I could gift you with this. And then kind of get the word out that way. Um, and then, of course, you know, once we um, started to build momentum and target, I was able to bring on, you know, people, more professional people to kind of, you know, pass things off on. But um, what I decided to do was um, I wanted to grow organically and take my time. So I told a lot of people, a lot of retailers, no you know, for a while before I was able to say, okay, I'm at that point. Now it's yes. And don't be afraid to tell people no and think that this is my only opportunity. If I say no, you know, I may not get another chance. Don't, don't think of it like that. Because if you make a mistake and, and accept things that you can't handle, it's, very expensive to come out of the, those retail stores. I know many great brands that came in with me that really didn't make it. And, um, you know, so just don't be afraid to grow organically and at your own pace. How did your, your first sales happen? Because you talked about you threw up a website and people started ordering. How did those initial sales start to happen? You know, were they family and friends or people who live in your neighborhood? You know, I think at New York, like I started getting a ton of orders from girls from New York. And what was happening was I think a blogger got a hold of, of one of my deep conditioners and she had a good amount of followers. So she started um, reviewing my product. And from there, it was like the snowball effect. But I can remember getting phone calls and me acting like I got this whole big old customer service team and that's just me on the other end. Hi. And I started talking to this, this um, girl who ordered. Of course, I had out of stocks a lot. So I, I was like, oh, so what do you like about the product? And she was like, oh, Camille Rose, and it does this, that, and that. And now, now that was me. I'm like acting like I'm the customer service rep. So um, I really think it was um, the word of mouth. YouTube was hot back then. Those, it still is, but those influencers just getting on there, talking to their followers about good products and good uh, with good ingredients that they found. So it, it sounds like that that happened for you by happenstance. Like if, if you were to redo this and be intentional about finding that blogger to write or finding that YouTube influencer to to talk about it on their video what would that pitch look like for you? And let's say it's the early days again, and you're redoing this and you want it to be intentional now to go yeah. get that person. Well, what does that pitch look like for you? You know, it would still be um, kind of like today, like organic. Like I, I like to work with people who a know the brand, you know, and are familiar with the brand and stand for the same things that I stand for which is you know ingredients matter great ingredients and not just um, looking to review a product because it's the popular thing or it's it's um, $5.99 or cheap a cheaper product I want label readers 
you know, Camille Rose consumers are label readers because before I even got into the business or when I thought about getting into the business, one thing that everyone, physician, everyone was telling me, make sure you label read. You know, make sure you know what you are using on your body, what you're putting in your body. And that goes from for food uh, as well. I went on this whole natural quest uh, from everything that we eat to the products that we use to what, you know, um, I'm cleaning my house with. So um, label readers, they are my consumers. And I would do it the same way if, if you're into um, a product that's holistic or natural you know I'm reaching out hey I like what your page looks like or I, I like what you stand for I love your curls you know let me tell you about my products State Farm Insurance gets it representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us we all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbroke, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth... Let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. My dad works in B2B marketing. But I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. How did you figure out things like unit costs, like what it costs to make one bottle? Because I imagine like so many people are just making, okay, it's, it's $10 for the thing, but they don't really yeah. know what it costs, that one single bottle. I was the same way initially, <laughs> the same way. Like it's so much like I'm so self-taught um, and I like, that because I think it just makes me that much stronger now like I didn't have anybody holding my hand I had to figure it out on my own and it I think man just sitting there breaking down 
how much you're spending for everything. And that goes from the label to the ship, the shippers, the box that you are shipping with to your uh, stamps, to your bubble wrap, adding all that in to, of course, your raws and, and your components, adding all that in to your formula and just figuring out, okay, what's my, how do I make a profit? You know, and how much am I paying out? Adding all, calculating all that in. Um, I just had to sit there and do it. Because this is not an industry I mean, so I'm curious, like, is it, you're getting very intricate in the fact that, okay, if I'm buying, let's say, Shea, and it comes in, you know, quartz, and then I'm buying, uh-huh. you know, coconut oil, and it comes in gallons, and then I'm buying, you know, X ingredient, and it comes in a whole different denomination, and now I've got to figure out how much I'm using per bottle, and then I've got to figure out how much of mm-hmm. all, like, is it getting that deep into the it's numbers? that deep. It's really that deep to the point where now, of course, um, well, a, a year or so later into uh, the business, of course, we had to bring on, bring in ex- experts. I didn't know it was that deep either until I started meeting and talking to other people in the beauty industry in um, manufacturing, in the laboratories and seeing, okay, eight ounces, you have to add up or calculate all of those ounces, you know, and it's a formula. And um, um, I was taught that. And of course, I had to bring people in into my business that uh, that knew it down to a T. Because at the end of the day, it's all about how how much you can save you don't you want to make sure you're not overspending on even your shippers even your even fedex you know you have to take all all of that into consideration knowing what you know now about what it takes to do this well uh, like what tools would you recommend other beauty industry wellness hair care skin care um smaller brands that are trying to scale what tools, software, or et cetera, would you recommend that people find early that helps them do better business? To me, I'm not even going to say uh, some, what's more important is finding the right people uh, and passing uh, certain workloads off to people where that is their area of expertise. Like I had that problem, like my hand was in everything, all the way down from shipping to formulas to content, like all that, like my hand was in so much and being able to kind of step back and say, okay, uh, you know, you, you, your logistics, let me let you handle that. This is your area. So just being able to let go a little bit, trust other people and let them do their job. I think that is extremely important. If you cannot afford to bring somebody in on like as a full-time employee, it's many different sites out there where you can contract people out. You know, you may not need a a person to to be full-time with you just for content. You know, it's different writers out there. I think you mentioned what did you mentioned one like of the Upwork, sites. like Upwork. Up, yes, utilize that to the fullest. I did, I did a lot. You know, in the beginning. So, 
um, those kind of tools and, and um, sites like that are, are very helpful. You just have to do your research. At what sales number, or is it a sales number, do you start to really believe that you got something for real and that is, this is worth investing in? Well, it wasn't even a number for me. It was what me listening to what people were saying and consumers and 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 people all on like YouTube and Instagram and be like, oh my God, look at your hair. Look at look at how you styled your hair with my curl up, you know, or just listening to them saying, oh, your oil, your growth serum or your grow back drops. You know, I had a patch right here. Just look at my hair, sis. You know, I love the fact that people that I haven't even met, they're calling me Janelle, like we besties, you know what I'm saying? I love that. Um, but um, yeah, just, 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 just work, just staying true and know what your product and your brand is about. How important is uh, things like content creation? You know, you, you guys spend a lot of time on YouTube um, and obviously it's, you know, a, a hair care, skin care, wellness brand. Um, like what tools and platforms should an entrepreneur in this industry be focused on? Um, content creation is very important um, because you want to make sure you are getting the right message to um, whoever you want your consumer to be. Um, um, we use a lot of, you'll be surprised at uh, other websites. Like I used a lot of foodie websites and restaurants to go there to help me and, and to, so I can get inspiration on okay I know that I am using gourmet foodie ingredients how do I write this up you know when you read one of my labels you know I want to spark um like all of the senses I want you to smell my product and be like oh my god it smells like baked goods or if you're reading what's on my label it sounds like this is like delicious you know, and um, so it's definitely important for you to get your content just right and really, really nail it because that is your opportunity to grab your consumer's attention and kind of bring them into your your whole brand family. You, you mentioned that when you got a hold of Target, like there was they were looking for brands like yours uh -huh. and you talk about timing and how important it is for, you know, that thing that you really can't really can't control. We can just be prepared for it. Right. And yeah. How important is timing to somebody who may feel like, you know, it's not going the, the way that they thought it might go. And what would you say to encourage them in that regard? Yeah. So I will say um, I got into Target. Listen, I did a uh, a beauty show and <laughs> It was no one there at that show. I mean, I was just standing in my booth and so bored. So somebody came up to me. Actually, it was a Caucasian male with flip-flops and a backpack on. And, you know, I look, he said, so tell me about your brand. And like, I could have said, mm, it's not for you or, you know, but I didn't. I just chose to speak about Camille Rosen while I started Camille Rosen he was like he really saw and felt the passion when I described all of my products and you know um thank God I didn't like uh profile this person um I spoke with him like he was 
a, a girl with an afro. And by the time I finished, she was like, you know, I am a buyer for, from Target. I would love to fly you up so you can tell us about your, your brand. Love that. Love so that. never, never, if you have an opportunity to tell any and everybody, please do. If you have an event that, uh, you know, you have an opportunity to be a part of it, an event and you can do it, go that extra mile, you know? Because of COVID, couldn't do a lot of in-person things. And we're still, we're on the tail end of that, I hope. Um, and, yeah. but you talked about, you know, because of the pandemic, you know, you've been able to talk to people you don't think you would have been able to reach otherwise had it not been for the pandemic in that regard. And what, what do you say to people who may not realize what this moment could be in creating yeah. an opportunity for them to go get their thing? My God, in so many ways, like I think by us, when we got on the lockdown and, and we were forced to kind of dig deep into ourselves, like it's, it was just an opportunity to start to recharge, refresh, like rethink things. Uh, I, hold, I hold what 2020 marketing budget, like through, we just went out of the window. I mean, we couldn't do anything. I think 2020 was the year for, Camille Rose to do their own Camille Rose events in different cities. And this whole, nope, you can't do it. So how do we pivot? What do we do? What do you mean we can't do it? What do we do now? So I told my team, you know, we have almost 500 and something thousand followers. Like there's not one show that we could do or we'd be a part of where we're able to reach all those people. So we need to take advantage of that. Let's take our beauty kitchen, which we call it when we travel, take our beauty kitchen and how do we have that same kitchen, that same beauty experience, give this to our consumers on our social pages. And we did, I, like, I was so proud of myself. So we had everything that we would have at a show or an event, we brought it to social media, uh, entertainment. I had uh, people come in, I had DJs, I had a violinist, I had um, chefs, because I know for me, I was like, my kids home, I'm sick of cooking. I don't even know what to cook. You know, this is too much. <laughs> so I had a chef come on every week. Uh, my social media girl, she was like, I'm having so much anxiety because I, my, my happy places shut down and it's just too much for me. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to get a, um, a psychologist on. So she spoke about, you know, how to handle this situation, self-care. We had dermatologists on. My husband came on and he spoke about uh, COVID. He's a physician. Um, we had some of everybody. And when somebody said they got a problem, really, you have that problem. A lot of other people must be having the same problem. Mm -hmm. So let's address it. So we just kept um, our, our followers and our consumers on social media entertained. And of course, we had our stylists on, you know, doing different hairstyles uh, for them as well. So, so what it sounds like you did, like you didn't, you weren't saying buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. You were, you were offering your customers, your, your fans, your believers. Yeah. An experience and things that they believed in, but it wasn't directly Camille Rose stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Camille Rose, we're a whole lifestyle brand. 
we're more than hairstyle, we are lifestyle. So even when I started my, my Instagram page, I told my social media person, I wanted to feel like people are coming and they're looking in a magazine. It's not just buy my curl up. It's not, it's not that at all, it's an experience. Black Tech Green Money is a production of Blavity Afrotech on the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartMedia. And it's produced by Morgan DeBond and me, Will Lucas, with additional production support by Love Beach and Raven Nearborn. Special thank you to Micah Davis and Sakara Savanyan, you know, like the wine. Yes, that's his real name. Learn more about my guests and other tech disruptors and innovators at afrotech.com. Do me a solid and rate this podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts. Go get your money. Peace and love. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.